Pancakes here and joining me tonight on the stack, I have the first gentleman of independent wrestling, Rico Gonzalez. And you can see him um, in action wrestling, TWE. Um, you were, it was all over uncharted territory on the award-winning IWTV network this season. And um, in GCW as part of the Big Gay Brunch among countless other places. Please welcome Rico Gonzalez. Thank you for having me, Val. Finally, we made it. I feel like I kept hearing Val's going to have you on. Val's going to have you on. And I'm like, Val has not hit me up. What's going on? Does she not like me or something? No, I like you a lot. I think you're wonderful. <laughs> but we're because here now. Discuss this. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad that we were able to connect and get something set up um, so that I could talk with you, especially, um, you know, we're recording this on August 9th, which is like, Futures was like three days ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling that still. <laughs> it's not very often I get to talk with people like right after I see them. Um, so that's cool for me. Um, but thank you for agreeing to hang out with me tonight. We're here, baby, and we're live. <laughs> we'll have some fun. Heck yeah. So um, to start off with, I'm supposed to ask you, and this is a question I got from Twitter. Um, I'm supposed to ask you about Gina's nails. Oh, we're starting off with that. Ooh. Wait, we're going to we'll start there. So Gina and I are going to go get uh, a manicure together. That way it'll all be fine. Because on Uncharted, I uh, slid in the ring one day. I got up. I gave her a big hug. Everyone loved it. I looked over. I grabbed her hand. And I look at her nails. And I'm like... Girl, what are you doing with your nails? They were like chipping away and like, ooh, I'm just putting her business out there. But I was like, we got to go get those nails done. And she was upset with me. We went to the back and she's like, what is wrong with you? Why'd you call me out on my nails while we were live? And I was like, I know it was a whole thing, but I learned my lesson. I'm not going to do that again. We're going to both go and get our nails done. So it'll be fun. love gina shout out to gina gina's great i'm so glad that i finally got to meet her i hadn't met her before this past weekend so yes she's great she's amazing i'm gonna miss her but i'm gonna go up there to uh northeast moving up to the northeast i hope i'm not putting her business out there again uh but she's moving uh i'm gonna go visit her sometime towards the end of this year so we're gonna have a good time So um, just kind of moving into kind of the normal questions that I ask people before things probably go off the rails at some point. Um, What was a young Rico like? Like, I know that you're still young, but what were you like, like as a child? Young, young baby Rico. Uh, I was very, I was a sweet kid, um, but I was hardheaded. So I... I was very, I was the first child of, uh, how many brothers and sisters do I have now? I think I have like 10 siblings now. So I'm the oldest of 10 siblings. I got my parents when they were very young. So I, they were very, ooh, what's the word? They're very strict. They were very strict with me. And I was good for the most part. I was just very hard-headed. So there was times where I, I'm a very, I was a very 
outdoorsy kid. I love being outside, running around, playing uh, tag, playing manhunt, playing capture the flag, soccer, volleyball, football, you name it. I was outside playing it. I was on bikes. I, to this day, I love being outside. As you can see, I was telling you before we started, I like doing all my podcasts outside, being with the, with the wind blowing, fresh air, with the nature. It's nice to me. So I like that growing up. Um, I like being outside a lot. Uh, I was just very hard headed. So my parents would tell me, you know, you need to come inside before the, the street lights turn on. And there was times where I'd be like, ah, they won't notice, you know, they won't know, they won't care, they'll forget about me. So I'll be outside for a little bit longer. And uh, there was times they would tell me not to go to my friend's houses and, uh, you know, stay there. I would do that. Um, a lot of times they would tell me not to go into the woods or tell me not to go into, uh, go swimming on my own. And I would just go do the damn thing. And uh, there was a couple of times I came roughed up you know, scratches and scrapes from outside. There was almost a time I uh, almost drowned uh, in the Chattahoochee River here in Georgia. And um, I got my ass whooped <laughs> a lot for being hard-headed. So I was a good kid. I was just a little hard-headed, like being outside and didn't always listen. Fair enough. I can understand that, especially when you have that many siblings. It's like, at least if you can go outside, then it's like you're away from like all of that chaos yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> so how did you decide to pursue wrestling from being a hard-headed child so I was always being outside <laughs> we were always climbing trees we were on the trampoline doing flips uh my cousins and I I started watching wrestling in middle school and my cousins and I got hooked we would be uh we actually built a ring on our well tried to I don't want to say we built a ring. We, we attempted to build a ring around our trampoline. Uh, my cousin Edder, shout out to my cousin Edder, which I grew up with. Uh, at his, on his trampoline, we, we put up like four sticks and tried to tie ropes around it. We broke it like the first day we used it. <laughs> but I would do, uh, we would have matches on that trampoline. I would, uh, I would try moves on my siblings. Uh, we would do a lot of stuff outside. Uh, parkour type stuff I guess and um, it was always something that stuck with me throughout all my years from middle school growing up I would always have wrestling around me in some sort of capacity I would always there was a time I was obsessed with it I would uh, learn everyone's moves everyone's name everyone where they were from how much they weighed stuff like that uh, the video games I, would, I just had it all uh, and then the, around high school, I kind of um, dropped off from it a little bit. And but it's it stuck with me. You know, it wasn't it wasn't around as much, but it was still there. I would still follow it. And there was a time where uh, I, I was going through a rough time in my life, just personally trying to figure out who I am, coming to terms with my sexuality, uh, trying to get along with people, just figuring out who I was, really. And I remember wrestling being there anytime I needed it. Every time I was down, I could turn wrestling on and it would help me get through that time. It would, it would take me to another world. It would uh, help me see what maybe I could be one day as a person, not a wrestler. I didn't really, I didn't know I'd be doing wrestling at the time, but uh, 
I was like, oh, I wish I was like Shawn Michaels. I wish I was like The Undertaker. I wish I was, I could walk in a room and be that confident, you know? And uh, yeah, later on, I, I kind of went on a path of figuring out who I was. Uh, for the most part, I came to terms with my sexuality and uh, came out to my family, to my friends, to the world, really. And I was, and it felt, I felt a little bit of power. And I was like, oh, like, I'm free now to do whatever I want. What should I do? And the first thing that came to mind was wrestling. I was like, oh, what if I joined this crazy world of wrestling that, that has been around me for years now? And, uh, and I did. Went up to WWA4 and signed up. So you trained at WWA4. What were some of the best things you learned while in training? The stuff that, like, you're, and it's not that you ever stopped training and continue to train, but like, yeah. <laughs> like what are some of the things that you learned like early on in training that you've kept with you and that you still like refer back to so definitely the biggest one i think <laughs> is slow down uh that's something that we get told very regularly and it's something that i've not only applied tried to apply in the ring but also applied tried to apply in my regular life just being able to slow down, being able to take things in, being able to enjoy the moment. Uh, that's something that has carried on uh, both in, in and out of the ring for me that I've learned early on. Um, keep your head up. It's another one that I've applied both in and out of the ring. It's very important to keep this, to show everybody uh, those beautiful teeth, so the face, to show the emotions, to show... Uh, Show it all, you know, just keep your head up. Those are the two, two big ones that come to mind. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that I, that I have learned early on. There's a lot of things that I'm still learning. Uh, and that's why I love it so much. It's just, it just never ends. You just keep learning, keep growing, keep becoming better. So who has had the most influence on you both in and out of the ring? And it can be two different people. Okay. Doesn't so, have to be wrestling uh, people. Outside of the ring, the most influence would be really my whole community. And I was thinking about that recently. Uh, just people that I have grown up looking up to, people that like people like my father, people like my mother, uh, uncles, aunts, cousins, brothers, sisters. I think everyone has played a role a little bit in creating, uh, in creating Rico. And who I am as a person and that I like to try to bring some of that into the ring, just bring in those real life uh, situations uh, that you that metaphorically you go through in the ring. Sometimes like getting your ass beat, you know, sometimes life just beats your ass. And then I think like, oh, what would my dad do? What would my uncle do in this? Uh, what would my mom do? What would my sister, my brother do? You know, you can draw. I draw a little bit from everybody in my community and who I grew up with. Uh, biggest one I'd say was, uh, my dad. He's one that my dad and I had of a rough relationship growing up. Uh, well, more so in my teen years, once you get hard headed and think the world's yours and you can do whatever. And, you know, I, uh, I wasn't the worst kid, but that, that, I think that happens uh, to all of us a little bit. And my dad was definitely there a lot of times to humble me. If life wasn't humbling me, my dad was humbling me. So uh, he's the one I learned from the most once we, from both the bad times and the good times. Once we started, once I moved out from his house, we started getting along a little bit more. Uh, 
he he's been a big big influence on my uh, on me as a person outside of the ring. Uh, as far as in the ring, for my style, uh, I would say the people I looked up to watching, like Shawn Michaels. Uh, I, I I'm a big emotions guy. I'm a big uh, facial expressions guy. So uh, Shawn Michaels, I like. I have a long, 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 long way to go, but I like to just be able to, like I said earlier, lift lift that face up and be able to show a little bit of emotion or, or what I'm going through. I like people to look at me and be like, oh, this is what he's feeling at that moment because that's what I felt watching Shawn Michaels. That's what I felt watching The Undertaker. That's what I felt even watching Edge, which was uh, at the time that I came in, he was a big, big bad guy. Uh, but he would, but you could look in his eyes and know what he was feeling. And that's something that I like to uh give off or would like to strive to give off so what are your future plans and dreams within wrestling like what what's your like ultimate end goal uh my ultimate end goal in wrestling is to I just want to look back at the end of the day and say that I had that I enjoyed it that I had fun that I could sit here and give you oh I want to do this next I want to do that next uh but honestly I want to look back I want to create an impact on even if it's just one person that enjoys what I do um that they can look at me and say oh look you did that and and it made me see that I could do it. Something like that, something along those lines. And just want to enjoy it, really. I, I take everything one day at a time, a week at a time, as it comes. And I just follow my dad's guidance. He said, I don't care if my, my kids are sweeping floors, if they're lawyers, if they're doctors, uh, they're teachers, whatever they want to do, y'all can do whatever you want. I just want y'all to be the best at what you do. So that just always stuck with me. Uh, and on, aside from trying to be the best at what I do, I want to, I just want to have fun. I want to enjoy it every time. So what has been to this point, your greatest achievement in wrestling? And that can be anything that you want it to be. If that's like some sort of, you know, title, or if you had like a specific match or opponent, um, whatever that means to you. Biggest achievement so far. Ooh, I'm about to put myself on right now. But <laughs> um, this is crazy. It was like last Thursday. I was at TWE for um, uh, the night before. And at the same time that I was going out to the ring uh, over at the WWA4, um, my I guess current tag partner, we, we kind of don't get along, Spectre. He came out, opened the show at the WWE 4 at the same exact time. And he uh, opened up the show, calling me out, saying that we lost this tournament at the WWE 4 because of me. And the fans were just not having it. So they were chant they started a Rico chant at the WWE 4 at the same time that I had a Rico chant at TWE opening the show. And when he, uh, I got a message with the, um, with what he was saying. And I heard the Rico chants. I was like, that's crazy. 
two different states, two different promotions, two different shows I was getting Rico Champ. So selfishly, I'm going to say that's one of my greatest achievements so far because it not only happened on Thursday, but it also happened on Saturday because my other tag partner, Teriyaki, at uh, Classic City Wrestling over there in Athens also called me out. I don't know why people hate me, Val. I'm a good yeah, guy. Either. You're a I'm delight. a nice guy. They just stay calling me out. So he was calling me out, and I was getting Rico chance as I was at the Futures Tournament. So shout out to them for getting me chance at two, on, in two different states at two different promotions. But aside from that, aside from putting me on a little bit, putting myself on a little bit, uh, the greatest achievement has honestly been, tying back to the last question that you just asked me, is just being able to enjoy it, being able to slow down, being able to just be happy in that ring and enjoying the moment of, of what I'm doing. Because it's hard when you start and you get in front of people doing something new and you're just worried about what's going on in the ring and beating your opponent, doing what you have to do, that sometimes you get lost in it. You, you make it almost like a job and, and you stop enjoying it. So, and there was a point in time this past year that I was just, I was just being too hard on myself, just saying, just telling myself it has to be good. It has to be good. It has to be this. It has to be that. But I took a little break. I breathed a little bit, woosah, a little bit of exercises, uh, came back and said, whatever happens, happens. Once you go through that curtain in the hands of God and you're just going to have fun and enjoy it. And that's my greatest achievement, honestly, so far. It's just being able to sit back and enjoy it a little bit more. What, like on the flip side of that, what has been the greatest obstacle that you've overcome so far? So these questions are all tying into each other. It's all the same thing. The biggest obstacle was exactly that, was putting a lot of pressure on myself. There was, uh, I'd say maybe five or six months in, I uh, started just thinking, oh, what can I do to, to make this match good? What can I do here? What can I do there? How can I make it more creative? How could I stand out? Uh, and I was just making it more so of a job, like I was saying, and I was putting way too much pressure on myself, which is crazy because it's my first year. So I'm like, how, how good can I be in my first year? You know, I'm still learning. I'm still, every time I'm in there, I'm learning a little bit more. I should be able to enjoy it instead of making it such a task to go through that curtain and, and entertain and try to be the best that I can, you know? Uh, so it started becoming a task. It started, I started getting anxiety. I started uh, throwing up before my matches. Uh, I started shaking almost. I, I, there, was a, there was one match. I, it wasn't even a match. I think it was like a, a seminar and we had practice matches on it. And I was about to go out and I was like, I can literally walk out right now. I don't need to be here. Like, I don't have to be here. This, it just became so much. It started weighing on me so much that I was thinking of just running out of that building and not having that match. <laughs> and I, that's when I knew it was a problem. It started becoming, uh, it turned into anxiety. It turned into a little bit of stage fright. I started getting in my head a lot. And uh, I started uh, slightly getting depressed, uh, just thinking about just doubting myself. And, and it carried on in, in my life. Um, I actually seeked out um, help. To I took a little break from the school. I texted uh, AR Fox, our trainer. I said, "Hey Fox, uh, I'm not feeling too hot at the moment. I need to take a uh, 
a couple weeks, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a month. I'm not sure. I need to take a little time. I need to take a little break just to rethink things, get myself back together and figure out what's going on with me. Cause I had never been through something like that. I had never been that anxious. I have never been that doubtful of myself. So I went, I seek help, um, through, uh, my job, my, uh, shoot job. Uh, they give us a little therapist that we can talk to. And, uh, and I actually did have a coworker pass at the same time. It was just a lot going on, a lot of changes in my life going on. And, uh, and we decided when I talked to the therapist, we decided that I was just putting too much pressure on myself. I was trying to be my best self at all times in the ring, out of the ring, in training with a new relationship, um, back at home, not being with my family as much. It was just a lot of changes happening at the same time. And I was putting way too much pressure on myself and not enjoying what I was doing. So, uh, that's the biggest thing I've overcome in, uh, the past year and a half that I've been doing this. Well, I'm glad that you were able to go and get help. Not everyone has those resources available and it's cool that you're so open and honest about it. Um, I think that there's been a, a big, um, wave of people that are more open about their mental health and needing assistance and help in different ways. So, um, it's, it's cool of you to talk about it. Um, absolutely. It's important. It's important to talk about the struggles and talk about, it's not all, not always all pretty. So it's, it's good. It's good to uh, talk about it. So maybe somebody else that's going through it can seek out help or, uh, address what's going on. Yeah, it's nice to just not feel like you're the only one struggling sometimes. Right. Absolutely. So, um, completely changing topic. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. If you had an action figure of yourself and it was one of the speaking action figures, what would you want it to say and what accessories would it come with? So, what I would want it to say is... I mean, I could do the easy thing and say positive vibras only, which is my thing. Uh, but real life, it would probably say something like, where's the food or what are we eating? That's like, <laughs> that's just, I love to eat. I love me some food. So it with it, it would have some food. Um, I've answered this question before on the lightning round. And I said tacos on the lightning round. So I'm going to change it to enchiladas because that's my other favorite food or maybe wings. Wings are good too. So it'd come with like a little side, like a, a dish of some kind. I have my flags, but so, I mean, that's easy, but yeah, it'd come with some food and it'd probably say, what are we going to eat? Maybe you could have like different, like a chase variant that comes with tacos and one that comes with wings and like really make yes. people want to sell out have, money. <laughs> yes. Just have different food items. It's like, yeah, I got the Rico with the tacos, but I kind of want the Rico with the wings. So, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, would you? I know you've said you've only been wrestling for about a year and a half, but would you rather go back in time and wrestle yourself for your first match or go forward in time five years and wrestle yourself five years from now? Definitely 
five years from now, I wouldn't want to wrestle my. Ooh. I feel like I've gotten worse since I started. <laughs> this is a joke to everybody. Like my first two matches were great, and then I was like, "Ooh, like I'm, I'm flipping on ropes now. Like, what's going on?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, me five years from now would probably humble me from today, and that'd be great. I'd love it. I'd tell myself to sit down and shut up and just listen. And I'd love that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't want to, it'd be fun to wrestle me. Like it'd be fun to wrestle me starting off, but I'd learn a lot more. I'd be humbled more. Um, yeah. By me from the future for me from five years. So I do that. So if you could create your own title, what would it be for and how would it be defended? Ooh, what would it be for? The title would, hmm, that's a good question. Time back to food. I feel like it has to be something with food. Maybe like, ooh, this would be crazy. So the title would be like, you know how they have those hot dog eating contests? Um, hot dogs kind of make me sick though. So it'd be tacos. We'll tie it back to the tacos thing. It'd be like a taco eating contest where you have to eat like, let's say 10 is a little easy, maybe 15 or 20 tacos. And then you have to go like have a 30 minute Ironman match and whoever throws up loses. That's how that title would be defended. Fair. Sounds yes. messy. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds like great TV. What if nobody throws up? Then whoever Ooh, wins then the we, match. Then we eat more tacos. We go into <laughs> like a death route. We go into like a, a fuck it. Uh, what's it called? When you're like, like a sudden death. Yes. That's what it's called. So like a sudden death where you eat like 10 more tacos or maybe you switch it up. You do like dessert. Ooh. So you know that uh, you remember Matilda? Yes. The uh, you remember the little boy that they he got punished for stealing the chocolate cakes or something like that. Yeah, and, and the principal. The yes. Yeah, so the principal made him eat that big chocolate cake by himself on stage in front of everyone. So both competitors get a big ass chocolate cake with like triple chocolate, and they have to finish it, and then they have to continue until like someone throws up. Ugh. That which is by the way why I, I'm not a big chocolate person and that movie's why. That scene just like makes me sick. Just stuck with you all this time. Yes, it did. It all oh oof. so, so I wouldn't telling... so I wouldn't be in these matches. So you wouldn't have your own title? No, or I'd create it for other people. Or you could just win it in the first round and not get to dessert. Exactly. Exactly. I got <laughs> I'd make my opponent throw up. I'd like spin them. I'd do the air. Those would be my moves. Just all spinning moves. Airplane spin. No. Like the, punch uh, him in the gut. Spin. Yes. I already got a strategy. See, I can't lose. <laughs> so you did not have a piece of chocolate cake at City Cafe this weekend? <laughs> I absolutely didn't. I saw that on that menu and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I, I'm a sweets guy. 
for I'm a, I'm a desserts guy. I'm not the biggest pizza guy, but I'm a dessert guy. That, I don't know if that makes sense, what I just said. But No, I get it. You like like baked goods over like candy. Yes, I'm not a big candy guy. You you get it. You get it. I'm not a big candy I'm, guy, but I'll do Go I'm for a it. sweets I'm a sweets gal, so I I if it's made you of like sugar, candy. I want it in my body. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do dessert though. Just not chocolate cake. Give me a little like cheesecake or uh, flan. I love flan. Uh, I don't know if you've had it before. It's great. Uh, churros. What else? Oh, creme brulee is great. Yeah. Yes. Just no chocolate cake. We're good on that. I'm. I I love a good baked good like cake, cookies, pie, whatever. Put it in my yes. put it in front of me, and I'll probably eat it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so speaking of food and snacks, um, I'm a snackosaurus rex. I love snacks. What are your go to road snacks? Go to road snacks, fruit snacks. Welch's fruit snacks, the tropical kind. Those are great. Uh, I like the Under Armour drinks. Is that what they're called? Did I just call them a under? Is Ar- Under Armour the clothing or the? Yeah, Under Armour clothes. Are you talking about like uh, body? The body, body armor. Ar- yes. Yeah. I just screwed that up. Yes, the drink one. I not love the, not the clothes. <laughs> not the clothes. Um, I love me a good coconut water. Uh, it it's like hydrating, and I don't think I'm drinking water. Uh, which I I'll drink. I'll have some water on me. Um, I do I do bring water on my road trips. Um, uh, what other snacks? Oh, have you ever had those uh pop corners or whatever? Yes. Yes, those are great. And they're not okay. like chip. I love me some chips, but you know, sometimes I'm like, damn, I gotta be healthy. So, <laughs> so I'll have me some pop quarters. Uh, the kettle, kettle corn ones, those are amazing. Those are so good. Sweet because and sour. They're, they're, I mean, not sweet and sour, sweet and salty. Yep. Oh, yes. Uh, if I'm getting chips, uh, salt and vinegar or some some barbecue oh uh takis and hot cheetos are my weakness but they they kill my stomach so i have to just i have to watch when i eat those but yeah those are a little bit of the of the snacks so um other than your like your gear and your phone what do you not leave for a wrestling trip without? Like, what's something that you always take with you besides normal stuff? Gear, phone. Uh, so I, I like to travel light. I am like I'm the opposite of what a hoarder is. Minimalist. I, yes, I'm a minimalist. I don't like bringing a lot of stuff. I. Uh, I like to throw away things. Like, I just don't like having things on me. I don't even like, when I go to places, I don't even like having things in my pocket. Like, I just recently got a fanny pack and I love it because I don't got to have stuff in my pocket. And like, 
I don't know. I just, I don't have many things, but aside from my gear and my phone, I do have this, um, this little bag of just like, kind of just if I'm stuck somewhere and a little emergency bag of shampoo, conditioner, uh, uh, anything to take care of me, like having to take a shower or just being stuck somewhere in case that happens. Uh, and some shea butter that my man just got me, which is great. I love the smell of it. And it's like, oh, uh, it makes my skin look good. So uh, that's really it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the wrestling word that you use most outside of wrestling? Ooh, I answered this on the lightning round too, and I had to keep it consistent and I forgot what I answered. <laughs> um, I think it was heat. So... I, I use the word heat a lot when someone has beef with someone uh, and uh, gimmick. So uh, I'll, I'll call anything, whatever object, a gimmick or somebody's personality is their gimmick. So when someone's like, oh, man, I don't like that person there, this, this and that. I'm like, oh, that's their gimmick. That's just who they are. They're just, you know, they're just annoying by nature. <laughs> <laughs> or they're they're very over the top very you know fun to be around oh that's a gimmick you know they're they're really over the top they're really fun to hang around stuff like that so those are those are the two i use the most so um when you're going on wrestling road trips which driving is like and being on road trips is like a whole big like piece of the experience from what i am told Oh, we're, uh, we're flying now, baby. I'm with the IWTV World Champ. We're flying Delta everywhere. Don't play with me, Val. I'm playing. No, I'm on these road trips still. He couldn't get it in the contract to get me to go with him. Aw, <laughs> just put you in the carry-on. <laughs> All right. But um, what do you like to listen to on road trips? Ooh, so as far as what I listen to, I listen to... I, this is the easy answer. I listen to a little bit of everything, but if it's up to me, I'm going to be listening to Spanish music. So I listen to uh, a lot of reggaeton. I listen to uh, reggaeton and bachata. So I listen to Bad Bunny. I'll listen to, um, that's really the, the most person I've been listening to this year, Bad Bunny. Uh, I'll listen to uh, regional Mexican music. Uh, I'll listen to Bachata, which is our version of like R&B. Uh, I'll listen to R&B uh, a good bit. Uh, those are my biggest. Uh, if I start getting bored, I'll put on a YouTube video. Of uh, Usually it's like top tens or something on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, those are the biggest things I listen to. I... We'll listen to a podcast occasionally, not often though. And uh, oh, <laughs> so I have a whole when I'm uh, driving around um, with uh, my road road buddies, road wives. Uh, I'll put on. I'll have a section of like theme music. So I'll I'll start. I always start with Seth Rollins. And uh, from there, we'll go to 
either like wh- whoever's in the car will tell me oh do you remember this theme song and we'll go there and then we'll go to like let's say we'll do like all divas one day or we'll do like all the uh european people one day we'll do all the latin people one day we'll do all the asian people one day of like all their theme music so yeah we'll have a section for theme music and then we'll go back to whatever we're listening to what is the most surprising song that you listen to like people be like oh you listen to that um so i like i'm not big on country not, I like country. It's not my biggest genre, but uh, I, a lot of people hate this new like pop country, whatever. But well, people that love, you know, that love country, they're like, oh, this new pop. Song. I like it. So I'll listen to, uh, um, damn, I, his name just slipped my mind. Um, Kane Brown, he's, he's fine. He's so cute. Uh, I'll listen to him. Um, what's the other guy that sings uh, Hurricane? He sings, uh, it's not Jason Aldean. Damn, his name just slipped my mind. Um, I can tell you his name right now. Once it comes to me, it is going to come to me in like 10 minutes during another question. And I'll go back to it and I'll tell you. Uh, but yeah, it, it's probably that or Foo Fighters. Um, Foo Fighters is, I listened to a song back in middle school or high school, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I started listening to Food Fighters a little bit. So those two are uh, something maybe you wouldn't expect me to listen to. <laughs> yeah. So um, you said that you listen to podcasts a little bit. Like, what podcast do you listen to? And they don't have to be like wrestling podcasts. They can be any kind of podcast. Don't kill me. But I listen to Jim Cornette sometimes. Because... <laughs> I mean, that's a choice you can make. Yes, I know. But he's just so funny. Like, it's just funny how much he. I don't know. I guess that's just how he is. But he just hates a lot of things. So it's like listening to it. To me, it's like listening to comedy. Like, it, it's just it's just funny. Just, I, But there's there is nuggets of wisdom. I will say that there's some things that he says in there that I'm like damn okay I could apply that or whatever I I know if he saw me he probably wouldn't be a fan of my stuff uh because of how I look which is fine you know everyone everyone likes their own you know everyone has their their cup of tea uh but yeah I listen to him sometimes just to get a little laugh and a little insight um I listen to Jericho a little bit. I listened to uh, Stone Cold. I was just listening to Stone Cold today. Stone Cold and uh, Jim Johnston. Uh, I don't know if you know who Jim Johnston is, but uh, he was a producer for a music producer for the WWE. He was like the that music created. Guy. He created all the fire themes that we know, all the good ones before we got all this generic BS that we have now. Um. Yeah, he had, I, I was just listening to that podcast today. Uh, those are the, the ones that I listen to. I used to listen to NPR because uh, I'm like older now. And for some reason, I just want to listen to the news because it, it chills me out. It's like very, the, the voice is kind of, is monotone, but like in a good way. They're like whispering almost while they're giving you the news. So it's very like chill, chill news. And they're not like, oh my God, somebody died or, coronavirus and uh you know they're not all crazy so 
you know, I like to listen to them to just chill out sometimes. ASMR the news. <laughs> yes, very that. Those vibes. <laughs> so you kind of alluded earlier to your your road buddies. Who are your road buddies? Who are you traveling with? Uh, currently, it's definitely uh, AC Mac. Uh, we've been going to a lot of shows together. So it's very nice to be riding with, uh, with my man all the time now. Uh, but I do ride a lot with Ashton. Ashton Starr is a, a person that uh, I've been riding up with for quite some time now. Uh, Brogan Finley, that's my road wife. Shout out to Brogan Finley. Shout out to Brogan Finley and Ashton Starr. I love them both. Uh, Brogan Finley is my, my road wife. We haven't been riding together as much recently, which kind of sucks. Uh, but we were riding a good bit together this, uh, what time of year are we in? This, past, this summer, early summer and uh, spring. Uh, well, so I ride a lot with the Northside Heroes. Shout out to the Northside Heroes from the uh, WWA4. Uh, I love those boys. I love those boys more than they know. Even if they don't love me back as much, I love them. Uh, I, I've rode with them a lot. And, uh, and Teriyaki also. Uh, we, uh, we're, uh, we live up here in the North, which is Gwinnett County, Georgia. So we meet up at their spot and we ride out to whatever shows we're going to. Uh, that's pretty much the bulk of who I ride with. Uh, other people have been kind of one-offs. I, I don't want to exclude anyone that I have ridden, rode with, but I think that's, oh, Dylan McQueen. Yeah, shout out to Dylan McQueen. Oh my God, I almost forgot him and he was going to kill me. Uh, yeah, Dylan McQueen, I rode with, uh, we haven't rode together recently as much, but I have rode with Dylan McQueen. That's my bitch. Love him. Dylan's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give uh my favorite move to take although it hurts once i come crashing down is uh is a good tilt to whirl because it's it's kind of fun to just like spin for a little bit. It's like you're going around a little roller coaster, but then you just come crashing down and you're back, you know. It's not as bad as taking other things. So taking a, a nice little tilt to whirl is nice. And uh, shout out to Merrick Donovan. Uh, he killed me in the first uh, Discovery Gauntlet at Uncharted territory. But before I came crashing down for the end of the match in the one, two, three, he spun me in the air and I just closed my eyes and went on a roller coaster ride before I came crashing down on the mat. So that was fun before it wasn't. Uh, so those, those two, I'd say, uh, are the, are the moves that I like to take moves. I like to give. What is a good move? I like to give, um, Oh, I have an, I have a diving elbow that I give like an inverted kind of elbow that I do. I like doing that because I just like jumping up. It's, I, I want to get to the point where I can jump up and do the Shawn Michaels where I can like switch my hands and then, and then come down with the elbow. 
I'll get there at some point. I still am trying to like figure out how to like hit my opponent with it and not kill myself. Uh, so I like giving that move just because I get to get a little bit of hang time and I get to look down as my, as my opponent is like, has a just fear on their face because I'm coming down with my elbow. So I love that. Nice. Like just yeah. straight fear into the hearts of your opponent and see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love getting, cause they're like, they're down and I'm up in the air and I think I catch them off guard a little bit and they're like, whoa, he's up there. And they can see me just like flying through there about to crash down. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. So um, everyone usually has one of these two things. You either have like a really good travel story where like it was just like something really memorable happened or like you almost died <laughs> or you have a really good like wrestling horror story like you you go, get booked at a company you go get to the venue and you look around and go what the fuck did i get myself into definitely so, had those <laughs> so feel free to share both either um you can protect people by using fake names if that helps the the one that comes to mind I don't want to call anybody out, so I'm not going to tell that one. I'll tell you that one when we see each other in person. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put it out there for the world to judge this person. But um, I have another one because uh, I can call out Dylan McQueen. He won't care. Uh, Dylan McQueen and Brogan Finley and I traveled to Dallas for WrestleMania. I was actually going to book a flight out there. Uh uh, just because it's what 13 hours or something like that from Atlanta to Dallas 13 14 something like that uh, so I was uh, Dylan McQueen actually called me and was like hey what are we doing for mania uh, how are we gonna uh, get this car load together I was like oh I'm thinking about buying a ticket he's like no you need to you need to get on this road because that's how memories are made and uh, this is what it's about hopping in a car with people and uh, getting to know each other getting on each other's nerves uh, you know, having a good time. And that's definitely what happened. I did not book that flight. And I got in the car with what was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be like Kenzie Page, Hunter Drake, uh, Billy Tipton, uh, Dylan McQueen, Brogan, myself, I want to say Stunt Marshall was on this supposed to be on this ride also and somebody else I couldn't remember. But in true Dylan fashion, he leaves things for last minute. And, it, and I knew things were going to change, but whatever. I was rolling with the punches. I was just, you know, we're out here vibing. As long as we get to Mania, as long as I get to the Big Gay Brunch on time, I'm good. And we were like a day or two early. So we're going to be great. We get in the car. Uh, we start driving to uh, Dallas. We hit Alabama. And... Oh, and it was after a WWE 4 Thursday Night Live show. So I had a match, hopped in the car. We went out there and I was starving. So I told Dylan, hey, uh, can you stop and get some food? And, uh, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. So we're driving from Atlanta. We get to Alabama. It's like three hours in and he has not stopped for food because we've been talking the whole time. And I was like, hey, uh, 
can you stop for food? Because I'm like starving and we haven't ate. Like it's been three hours. I told you. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. So we, it was like almost midnight, I want to say. There was a storm coming in and we pull off, we pull off on this exit. We go to, I forgot what fast food it was because there was nothing else open. Could have been a Burger King or something like that. I don't, I don't remember what it was. And we get to the drive-through and they, we sit there for like 15 minutes. I don't want to exaggerate, maybe 10 minutes where we just don't get, nobody says anything. So I'm like, just drive around, go to the window. And we go to, we get to the window. It's like almost midnight. And the guy's like, Hey, we're closing. And it was before their closing time that was posted or whatever. And Dylan's like, well, why? Cause it's not closing time. They're like, Oh, we have a storm coming in. There's a tornado that's about to hit. So everybody's closing and uh, we're all going home. So uh, you know, cool. We didn't get food. We went somewhere else. They said the same thing. We're closing because the storm is coming in a lot. So I, Dylan's like, okay, we're not getting any food. We're leaving. We drive off and it starts raining a little bit harder. And Dylan is just freaking out behind the wheel. He's like, we got to get some shelter. We got to get, uh, we got to, we just got to find, he's like looking for a bunker in Alabama because this tornado is about to hit. And I, and Brogan and I are starving and we're like, bro, if we're going to die in this tornado, can we please just get food before we die? Like, I want to die on a full stomach. I do not want to die on an empty stomach because that's terrible. And I was, we, we weren't even worried about this, this tornado. We were just, we were, I was like, can we just drive through it? Like, it's fine. It's just a, you know, it's just a storm. No, bitch, y'all, y'all are crazy. Y'all are, he like turns around. He's like driving all crazy. And he, he turned because we're like, can we please get food? And he like, turn not even looking at the road during this storm and he's like i can't believe either of you both of you are psychotic because we're gonna die in this storm and you guys really want to get food right now and we're both like yes we want to get food right now can we please just go get food i looked at the 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 radar or whatever for the storm and it would we had basically passed it but this man was not having it he was like no no we're about to get caught in the storm and we're gonna die and it's because of you two, because you guys would rather get food and not take this shelter. So I'm like, just pull over, please. Just, just please pull over. So we pulled over in this, in this, uh, under a bridge. And it was, it was raining a little, a little hard, but we've all drove through a storm before. This man, I, he was acting like it was his first storm, like ever. And he was just like, we were just on the side of the road, just waiting for this storm to pass or waiting. He was waiting for a tornado and it never appeared. I, I, it just like it went from it was like a cloud of heavy rain and then it just went away and it was just like sprinkling after that. So that's my story of us almost dying through this tornado. That was just a sprinkle of water that Dylan was freaking out over. And we so, did not get food for like a whole nother hour because of it. So a couple things. One, I live in Nebraska. Um, tornadoes aplenty where I'm from. Um, first, if you're driving and there's a tornado, like if you are in a town where there's food, you should just stay there if you're worried because there's no better shelter 
than in a town because tornadoes, they're going to whip through open, open areas more often than not. So right. if you're in a town, you will be more likely to get skipped. Also, if you do see one like barreling down at you, bang on that Burger King door and be like, yo, there's a tornado, we're traveling. And they'll be like, we got you, fam. And then like, we'll let you just like chill and like take shelter. Most places Val, like, have you take shelter somewhere. Val, there was barely wind. There was no <laughs> tornado. And, and not only that, this man was getting a tornado confused for a hurricane. Because I was like, bro, the tornado's like this big. And he lost it. I was like, a tornado's like, he's like, no, they're like miles long or something. And I was like, that's hurricane? Like, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, some tornadoes have a large like path, but typically they touch down for a little bit and then back into the air and gone. It's not like oh, okay. it's wiping out like miles and miles of of so next time I know to call you because with that calming voice and all those facts, maybe he would have chilled out because this man was great going crazy over this tornado that did not happen and we were fine. Like like I said, like like we go through lots of tornadoes here. So yeah, it takes a little bit to worry me. Um, it is a little bit scarier when you're driving, having driven kind of through one before. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you probably won't die. So. Probably not. But now now you know, and now you can inform Dylan. And hopefully, if this ever is a thing that occurs again, um, you'll just, like, stay in town until it's over. Or he could have just let me drive also, but he wouldn't let me do that. Because so. you would have stopped for food. Yes. <laughs> My God. All I wanted to do was eat, Val. I just wanted to eat. Like, I would have been hangry, so. Oh, my God. It was, cra- it was craziness. So outside of wrestling, like, what are your hobbies? What do you enjoy doing? Uh, so when I get a chance to, I like to play volleyball, which my cousin has been hitting me up for. Volleyball is a family sport of mine. Uh, we grew up playing volleyball together. And a few of my cousins and I would we'd make teams go out to. Uh, we have a few parks here in Gwinnett that we, we can go to. And there's people, there's probably people playing now at uh, this park near where I'm at the sand uh park that they have uh like stadium lights so we can play till like 11 and uh good times good vibes very fun uh but i just being with wrestling training and traveling and all that i haven't been able to do it as much but that's definitely definitely words definitely something that uh that i like to do on my spare time uh i like to eat I know that's been like a common theme this whole time, but I'm bougie when it comes to food. And uh, I definitely like to eat good food, have good drinks. Uh, So I like going out to uh, just exploring restaurants, finding new spots. Uh, I like sitting in nature. So I like being in parks like I am now. Uh, I like, oh, I definitely like going on hikes, especially ones that... uh, like a couple years ago, I took a road trip um, 
with uh, an ex of mine and we actually hit like nine waterfalls. Uh, That was great. Hiking and just being in nature, being in the middle of water, river, stuff like that. I like doing that. I love my, a lot of people don't like summer, but summer is my favorite time of the year. The, you can, I do not complain about the heat. I'm sorry. I can see it on your face. You're not one of those. It's so hot. It's so hot. But you get to go outside, Val. You get to go outside. You get to go to the pool. You get to go to the rivers. You get to go to the lake. You get to have cookouts. You get to see all your friends. You get to just do all the outdoorsy stuff that you cannot do in the winter. So I would die on that hill. Summer is the best time of the year. I I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but. I mean, if it's given the choice between summer or winter, then I would probably pick summer because winters here in Nebraska suck. Winters here in Atlanta suck for me, so I can only imagine winters in Nebraska. My guy, it was like negative 30 one time. Y'all can have that, Val. Y'all can keep that. I don't want that. I'm at, at positive 30. I'm complaining. Positive 30 is like shorts weather. Oh, no. No, ma'am. Not for this guy. Like that windshield gets you and then there's like snow and crap and then there's ice. And then you can't go anywhere because the roads are crappy. Everything's uh, terrible. I hate winter. Uh, hate it. That. Never that. But So like, you're a fall gal like everyone. Well, see, okay, so like I could go spring or fall. Oh, okay. Spring, spring's cool, but it's like a we're ah, what I don't like about in. what I don't like about spring is it like like in Nebraska. What what I don't like about one of the many things I don't like about living here is like shout out to Nebraska. I do love Nebraska. Why? Because well, my ex is from Nebraska, and oh. we went to uh, Omaha, and I didn't think I was gonna like it, but it's very chill. Like the people there are so chill, super nice. Uh, you, we were walking down in downtown Omaha, and every we're just walking down the road. Nobody's honking at you. Nobody's yelling at you. Like everyone's just vibing, having a good time. That the the air's fresh. Like it's nice. I enjoyed it. The food was great too. I didn't think like I was like I'm gonna hate this place, but we went and I was like, whoa, okay, okay, Nebraska. Okay, so did you come to Omaha for any specific purpose? We just went to visit his family. Okay. Uh, and we went to there's like in a wait, no, it's like a zoo out there or something. Yes, yes, the Henry Dorley Zoo. That one. So we went to that. That was great. It's a great zoo. Yeah, it's got like a terrarium. Is that what it's called? Like a indoor dome? rainforest or the yeah. desert? Oh dome. my god, I love stuff like that. Like I like I said, I'm a nature guy, so I just love stuff like that. I used to have a zoo pass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so well, I don't know if we got in with a zoo pass. I don't remember, but it was nice. Yeah, interesting. Fun. Oh, Good yeah. to know. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, shout oh, out. Oh no, you're what fine. a weird shout out. <laughs> very i live here so <laughs> there's that but like whatever i was going with that is like the weather is so crazy and inconsistent like you can get snow in september and you can get snow in may like there's so much snow potential you know what's crazy the week that we went there i want to say it was like 
freezing one day and then it was like hot the next day and it was windy and then it was rainy yes i yes we had like every season in a week that mm-hmm. i was yeah. there it was kind of crazy yeah nebraska <laughs> shout out nebraska shout out omaha do you live in omaha or um i live just a little bit outside of omaha yeah okay okay shout out omaha in the surrounding area the, the <laughs> omaha metro area Oh, that bridge is cool too. The bridge with the lights that uh, Nebraska and you cross over to the other state. Iowa? There you go. Iowa. Bingo. <laughs> it's so weird that you've been here. Like nobody comes here. They, I think that's weird too. Cause like I, I think that's the most West I've been. Uh, and it's like Nebraska is where I've been. I, I'll shout out them though. It's great. I love it. <laughs> so um, I have just a few more questions and then we'll wrap it up. Um, but if you could go back in time, what would you tell a 10 year old version of yourself? Oh, um, trust your instinct. Uh, trust your instinct and trust, uh, just bet on yourself every time. Whether it goes good, whether it goes bad, bet on yourself every time and trust your instinct. That, that's two things. You said one, but. <laughs> you can tell yourself anything. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be so sweet. 10 year old me was so innocent. I'd kill for that kid. Aww. Well, I, I still am for the most part, but. <laughs> I was like, you seem very mm. sweet and innocent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just, 10 year old me was a gem. Love him. Shout out to 10 year old me. Uh (laughs) So what is the biggest animal that you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons? And you can pretend it's attacking you. Uh, So I have answered this question before also. And oh, do I want to switch it up? Let me see. Maybe you have new insight. Uh, I kind of want to pick the same one because the other ones are hard. I couldn't take any, I, I know I couldn't take any water animal. I am terrified of water animals because I have no type of advantage there. They would all like take, they would all be able to take me. Uh, so we're going to stick to land because you, I don't think I could take a, a, a animal in the air because they got that advantage over me also. So I'm going to go with the same answer and it's going to be giraffe because if I can climb up uh, the giraffe and I can get to its head and put it in a sleeper hole and it's over with, that giraffe is going down. And it can, like, I think they attack by whipping their necks. I think if I remember correctly from uh, yeah. the Discovery Channel that I saw, the Discovery Channel um show that i saw one time i think they attack with their necks but i'm just gonna climb like if i'm behind it and i climb up there's no way it's getting me so that's the biggest animal i could take hmm what if it kicks you it's got hooves it does but i don't they i i don't think they kick i feel like they just like i've never even seen a giraffe run I feel like giraffes are unathletic. So I don't, I don't know. 
I feel like I can beat it definitely with speed and climbing up. I would like climb it. I would like use the tail. Oh, wait, hold on. If I do the tail, then it might kick me. So I would climb up one of the legs and hopefully get up there. Ooh. Or climb the tree, hop on its back, climb up, and then take it out. There you go. I found a solution. Attack from the tree. Yes. Which is okay. where they eat. So I just hide in the tree. That's fair. Boom. I've, that strategy. Works for me. I have strategy. Giraffes don't have strategy. <laughs> Giraffe has no chance. Chance. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah, no. I don't not, you're not gonna not a, go out there and no giraffe attack a giraffe. <laughs> um, how do you take your pancakes? So I love me some plain, good old fashioned buttermilk pancakes. I don't know if that's a southern thing or if that's a thing everywhere. Buttermilk pancakes. Yeah, no, that's a I, that's like a normal everywhere thing. I okay, think. okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, <coughs> I like I said earlier, I'm a I'm a what did I say? I was a dessert guy, but I'm not a sweet guy. So everything, yeah. anything added on to the pancake that's not syrup, to me is too sweet. Okay. So like all the like. It's it's fine. I would eat it with the strawberries and the peaches and the blueberries and stuff like that. But just give me some good old fashioned, uh, sweet and salty buttermilk pancakes with some syrup, and we're good. I'm happy. I'm a happy boy. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna take you on just a short little journey. So like, just put your mind right. Like, go on the journey with me. So close my eyes. Yeah. So visualize yourself in a grocery store and you're kind of hungry. Um, maybe Dylan actually stopped for food. Who knows? And you are. We stopped it. We're stopping for food. <laughs> and you're kind of going on the aisles and you decide you want something sweet. You're, you, you, like, you like desserts. So you end up down the cookie aisle and mm-hmm. you're like, hell yeah, I want cookies. And, but you don't want like chocolate chip cookies or. Ooh. Why not? Or or peanut butter cookies. No, no, no. You decide you want Oreos. Okay. So you go to the Oreo section and there's like all the different flavors and you're like, I don't want all the different flavors of Oreos. We don't want all the different flavors. You want your regular like chocolate cookie, white cream center Oreo. But but there are still options, right? So are you picking like the thin Oreos, the single stuffed Oreos, the double stuffed Oreos or the mega stuffed Oreos? So I was passed on the answers to this question. And the correct answer is the double stuff. So there you go. But, uh, and I've said, I said, I've answered this question also. I am. I'm going on the opposite sides of the spectrum. I'm either going the thins or I'm going the mega stuff. Wow. So you just yes. like the extremes. Yes. Both of them are good for different reasons. I want to, oh, I'm almost leaning more towards the thins though. Why? And that's, be, that's because I have a cup of milk there. So I'm buying milk. When I'm in this grocery store, I'm buying these Oreos and it's probably going to be the thins and I'm buying milk because like, 
Oreos without milk are good, but Oreos with milk are top tier. That's like way up there with the snack. Like just dunking them in there, leave them a little bit to get a little soggy. Why are you looking at me like that? Just I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> just a little soggy and oh, oof, oof. Yes. So no, I could go either way. I'm still gonna go either thins or or the mega stuff. Interesting. Single stuff is like it's a thing of the past. And double stuff's okay, but I mean if you're going double stuff, you might as, you might as well go just mega stuff. Hmm. Interesting choices. <laughs> but I gave hmm. you your answer, the one that you wanted, and that's the double stuff. Yeah, but that's not your real answer. So your I'll real leave answer. Those- I'll leave those for you. I appreciate that. You can have all of the weird thin Oreos you want. No, the weird ones are like the flavored ones. Those I don't like. I like like one or two, but like, like I don't want to eat like a whole cake. package. Yeah, exactly. They have like carrot cake <laughs> and red velvet and like, what? what's the one? There's one that's like cream, cookies and cream flavor. And it's like, it's like Oreo that's what it is. Oreos. Yeah, it's Oreo flavored Oreos. Like, what are y'all doing? The lemon ones are okay if you're looking for Ooh. like an alternative. But I'm a lemon gal. Ah. Wait till you turn 30. Then you'll get into lemon too. I don't know about <laughs> all that. <laughs> I wasn't into lemon until I was old. I guess. I guess when your uh, taste buds develop. it's probably an acquired (laughs) it's an acquired I don't know about that though I'll take your word for it Val I appreciate that so I'm going to ask you this question is a question that is when we did lives our VIP Vic would always ask this question and since we don't do lives anymore I always ask this question on behalf of our VIP Vic who has the best gear of all time Oh, that's a hard question. Um, Feel like I know who you're gonna say. Yes, and and I'm trying to not be biased. I'm trying to not be biased. Uh, damn, I'm going down all the gear here. Um, I, I have to be biased, and it's gonna be Shawn Michael. Uh, like just the the chaps, the red, white, the earrings. The jacket, the entrance, it's just, it's just all there. Iconic. If I had a, uh, if I wasn't picking Sean, I'd pick Edge. Edge with the, with the two girls leaning over, the rated R, uh, rated R superstar Edge. The red tights with the two girls leaning over that star. Love it. Love that gear. It's just like, I don't know. It's just great. I love it. So, uh, what upcoming shows do you have? Uh, action. Um, I have to confirm if I'm on this action coming up, which is this Friday. I should probably message somebody. I want to say I'm on it. <laughs> uh, I have Classic City, September 3rd, which is uh, one of my favorite promotions, if not my favorite promotion, out in Athens, Georgia. Uh Every Thursday at 
the WWA four. I will be there if I'm not there. Uh, I was going to say I'd be at TWE, but TWE runs either Thursday or Saturday. So um, I'm going to reach out to TWE. Hopefully I'll be there soon. Also, <laughs> uh, those are the ones that I can think of right now. Uh, other ones are probably, I'm, I'm like bad with keeping up. I just, I put it in my calendar. Shout out to my man's AC Mac. He had me put things in my calendar because there was a week where I was like, oh, wait, I'm in a whole nother state and I have not planned for this. So he was like, uh, and he's very like OCD about his calendar and having everything in there. I just put the date where I'm going and like, I'm good, but he puts all the details. So maybe one day I'll get to that and I can tell you guys in detail where I'm going. But these are the ones that are in my head right now. Fair enough. And then um, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook fan page, Twitch, OnlyFans, TikTok, merch store, everything. Plug it all. Uh, at Rico94Gonzalez. I made it easy for y'all. It's just one thing for everything. I have Instagram. I have uh, Twitter. I just got Twitter like last year. So, uh <laughs> I try to stay away from it, but in wrestling, you need Twitter. Very important. Uh, I have Facebook at Rico Gonzalez. Um, I have TikTok. I just got that last year too. Uh, I don't post as much on there. I just like the, the videos and uh, looking at them. So aside from that, I'm trying to set up a merch website so I can send out merch that way uh shout out to billy stark she's helping me with that um yeah i think that's it uh everything else i don't have i i I, i'm not the biggest social media person but in wrestling you need social media you need to be you need to have a presence so i try to do my best i haven't got to twitch i haven't got uh only fans talking to my man's about only fans here and there so We'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. It has been fantastic talking with you. Um, I love that I've actually gotten to see you a couple of times uh, very recently. I hope I get to see you again someday. Um, Absolutely. No, sure will. Sure will. But this has been The Stack. I'm Val Pancakes. This has been Rico Gonzalez. Be sure to check him out um, on all of his social media. And thank you for tuning in. And thank you for Rico for hanging out. Thank you for having me. Love all of you. And I'll see y'all soon.